Today's episode is from a new podcast I have started to co-host called Drive to Wealth. Check it out. It has something to do with confidence and not in the way you think it is. The confidence is increasing exponentially is that you trust that you have the ability to follow through whatever you promise yourself on doing. If you work out, you are more likely to become a millionaire. Um, yeah. So, what do you what do you think of this statement? Um, uh, this is clearly something I've put out there. <laughs> but what do you think on this? What are, What is your thought on on well, this? I think that I don't think that it is uh, just a statement. I actually think that this is fact. And um, if you do like want to play around and maybe waste a little bit of time and look at what the traits are of millionaires and billionaires you will find that regular exercise is one of them and there's um the thing is is it's not just about exercise there's so many benefits in like from exercising and just to straight off the bat we'll name a few right so obviously you if i used to be unfortunately i'm actually taking a step back from exercise well that um i need to step back into but i've come out the exercise routine a little bit and um but i do remember when i was in it properly i was going to the gym every day before work in the morning was the best day so we would run to the gym do the gym and then go to work afterwards and you feel better throughout the entire day right i know you that you work out every day isn't it yes uh so a little bit of a background here a context to this entire thing because I was thinking about this in August 2022 I decided for myself to stop listening to the status quo uh, where most of the people I would almost say 99% of people say you need to have a rest day and I was always thinking not really but I guess I have to take a rest day I guess I have to take a rest day so I, I did this for pretty much all of my life and in August I decided to just stop listening to what most people say and just try it out for myself it could be you know I, I could have seen different results or maybe I would have agreed okay it definitely is worth to take a rest day but then there were like several goals I had in my mind that needs to be addressed as well. So my goal is not to be in competition. My goal is not to be a Mr. Olympia, how Arnold Schwarzenegger is or Ronnie Coleman. So those are extreme things. They require a rest day because they do excessive workouts versus me. I was focusing on the pure goal of staying fit and get ready for the goal I have lined up for in, in about two years. So that also means I don't do anything excessively inside the gym. Yes, I grow to 160 pounds, which equals, uh, I think, 73 kilograms or something, or 72. And that was it. Let's find I, out quickly. Yeah, 72.5. Yeah, yeah. So you got literally bang on it, 73 or 72. Yeah, so um, 
my goal was only to reach that one goal of having 160 pounds 72.5 kilograms and that's that was about it my goal was to stay consistently like go to the gym and doing this now for about two and a half months now i think it's august september yeah october that's all oh, it's yeah it's about two two and a half months i i would say and they're like a lot of results so this is going to be a long talking session now because there are a lot of results um i would just want to share because it's i think it's important to just see what benefit it brings that has nothing to do with your health physically um uh, is that okay with you just <laughs> yeah yeah of course i think that yeah it's just worth briefly noting that of course even a kid can tell you that exercising daily is good for you for your body right yeah. and like yeah although i don't exercise properly i do move my body every day and make sure that there is some movement yes and before i dive into this i just want to mention at the end of this episode i just uh, recommend you top influencers in the social media space for fitness uh, that includes girls as well as guys the results that got me and i felt it not immediately it was i i gotta say the first two weeks i was feeling weird because it was outside of the norm but my body was used to i used to take a break of saturday and sunday i said okay i need a rest day or whatever and so the first two weeks i was more or less exhausted and I my body was confused and I say confused because it was not really tired so if, if you would assume that you were like run multiple miles and you like really you're done that was different with the exercise that I did for continuously for over 14 days and I felt confused because my body was used to something completely different but I was not excessively working out where i said i definitely need a rest um so it was it was weird but overall it made me feel better because mentally it took off the weight of listening to other people's opinion on whether you should take a rest day whether you should do a two split or a three split day um just for the terminology to explain what that means is you either take one and two days for example you work out Monday and Tuesday, uh, Wednesday is a break, um, Thursday and Friday, and then you take a break, and then you go so forth. A three split is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, break, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, break, and then you go so forth. Yeah, I think that there's something that we actually uh, sort of, there's something we passed over that uh, I should have really picked up on, and I think that it's very useful for everyone, not just throughout gym, but throughout pretty much everything in life is that you said, I think that I'm gonna stop listening to these people and try, and that's the key, key word here is try this. Now, you can waste so much time going to this guru, quote unquote, that guru, quote unquote again, and be like two, four, whatever you say, one, two, two, three, three, four, you know, whatever numbers, jargon you wanna bring up. At the end of the day, stop wasting time looking at all of these this crap and actually just be like right two months we're gonna try xyz see how we feel and you log it every single day how do i feel throughout the day when i was when you work out in the morning the entire day is just like it just 
I just feel so much more productive. I mean, I do a little bit every morning anyway, but when I was properly going for it, you know, and then going for a plunge pool or cold shower afterwards, it sets your, you set your day up. And then, but, you know, not everyone can do that. And then you would say, okay, we'll try mornings for so and so long, and then we'll do try evenings. And that's the key point here is, is you can listen to these people and try it out. But at the end of the day, everyone is different. By definition of being human, we're all different, right? And we all have different tendencies. We all have different sort of things. But I want to make one thing clear here is when you wake up in the morning, you think, I don't feel like it. That's going to happen regardless. Whether you're in the routine or not in the routine, it's still going to happen. So especially when you're trying, trialing it out, you just have to stick with it. And you just have to be like, just it's a test. It's a self-discipline test. And if you can't be disciplined for something for, say, a, a month or two months, then... Um, to be honest, if you can't do that, then uh, that's something that you really need to work on. And people that can't do that probably aren't even listening to this episode, really. I absolutely agree with you. And I touched base on this because uh, it's a huge point um, of mine. But let's move just on with the list. Uh, the next one is yeah, you yeah, feel more on. energetic. It goes against our common sense that if you work out, you get exhausted. And my common belief was for a long time that if you work out, you're gonna be tired afterwards. And it only was true if I worked out at night. So I taught myself to just mm -hmm. go after work because I want to like relax and shut down my mind and just, you know, just mm. um, not compensate, but uh, what do you, what's the word? English, come on. Uh, process the day. No, that's not the right word, but you know that you process the entire Reconcile day the day or just be like you know yeah unwind in a way yeah unwinding i guess that's that's the word i'm looking for and while this was also true afterwards i was tired and i was not tired because of the workout but i was tired because the day has already been passed this is a huge difference mm. like I did not know the difference that the exercise was tiring me versus the day was tiring me. I was just what happened to be at the gym once I get tired. So I think this is very important to understand that exercise itself does not make you tired. I felt or I believed the, the wrong way for such a long time and I'm glad I tried it out mm. to work out early in the morning or more like before noon uh, i think this is more like what yeah. i do um but yeah exercise does not really make you tired just to be clear no it, it doesn't it doesn't and i think that i've seen people uh i think really what it is is just like how your body gets used to it yeah maybe initially it might make your body a little bit tired and may, might make you a little bit tired i went through a phase when i was a lot younger actually where um i, I had trouble sleeping and guess what helped that a little bit of exercise and you know, then, then now I don't have any trouble sleeping at all. But I want to make the point that I've seen people that do basically nothing with their life. Literally, they don't do anything all day. All it is is just like housework, maybe walk the dog and stuff. And for people like that to go out and do something is very hard. The barrier to entry is very high, essentially. But once you get into the routine, it actually... You know, you have the energy for everything. Yeah. It's like, you know, you never, you just sit at home all day. You don't go to work. You don't do anything. 
But then you have someone else over there that's getting up at four o'clock in the morning, doing the gym, going to work, coming home from work, and still somehow has energy. Yeah. Now, it's not that, you know, they're absolute polar opposites or someone's having a lot of Red Bull or anything like that. It's just that as your body gets used to it, that is how, how it works. And then, you know, you sleep better. You actually feel more energy energized throughout the whole day. You have a better sleep. You have a deeper sleep. And um, it has, it sort of becomes an anchor, like just like sleep is an anchor to a routine in your life. Exercise also becomes like an anchor. Yes. And I need to piggyback on this now because it has something to do with confidence and not in the way you think it is. My way of saying the confidence is increasing exponentially is that you trust in yourself that you trust that you have the ability to follow through whatever you promise yourself on doing. And I give you a great example, like what you just said, there are people that wake up four in the morning every single day and you get frustrated because you cannot wake up at 4 a.m. in the morning. But the thing is, it takes practice. It sounds silly, but it, it, it really needs practice to wake up a certain amount of time if you really well, want. Well, it's, it's a routine. It's building a routine. Yes. And, and everyone knows. And you know, that's why I... The routine doesn't just come like that. Exactly. <laughs> and so that's why I put this in here too, because if you work out every single day and you stick to the promise you make yourself and just go regardless how the tur uh, the workout is going to be turning out but it's yeah. just the fact that you show up even if it's crappy that day even if it's you yeah. feel like shit Raining and you don't and want to go but you still decide going it builds confidence that you are you know you know you're worth your mm. goals it's it's silly as it sounds but it and you it know what actually the days where I felt I really don't want to work out and yet I still went and did it were actually some of the best workouts. It sounds like, you know, it sounds like a lie, basically, but it's not. It's complete truth. And I, and I guarantee you, if you ask other people that work out and properly on it, the days where you don't feel like doing it, yet you do it anyway, there's something, there's a feeling in yourself that you're like, wow, you know what? I can actually get shit done. And it increases your confidence in everything else. Because say, for example, you don't want to go and uh, ask your boss for that raise, but you still do it anyway. You don't want to, uh, you know, you're short a couple of quid off some food you want to buy, but you ask them for the money off. And, you know, you build that confidence and, um, and, uh, and the competence, actually, both confidence and competence in, it, in all areas of life. And it's pushing you. And then when you push yourself in one aspect of your life, then when you go and you want to start your own business and you start going and approaching people and 99 out of 100 of them say no to you. I mean, like, you know, I've I've done this before is I've I've approached many, many, many companies and every single person said no. And it just sort of builds you up for that. And you and then you still move on. You take it on your in your stride and then you come back and you're like, All right, OK, in a couple of years time or in so many months or whatever, we're just going to try again. Yeah. And it's exactly the same thing. Whenever I would do a rep or even still now, I mean, you can see that up there is the pull up bar. I do pull ups is to failure every single time. Every single time I did hypertrophy, it was to failure. And and it builds you up for that. And it's like, yeah, the you know, you're doing bench press and it falls on you and it's uncomfortable. 
so what? It's built you up for the rest of life that is not going to be comfortable. I'm sorry to say, yeah. if it was comfortable, everyone would be billionaires. Yeah. But this is the point of this podcast. Is you exercise, you're putting yourself in uncomfortable situations. Even when you don't want to do it, you're still doing it. Now, that sounds a lot like entrepreneurship. And that sounds a lot like working towards a business that you're building or building or co-building or whatever it may be, you know, or even working up the ranks within the company. Or even get your finances straight. Uh, it's also a yeah, huge thing. Any, any sort of goal where you're like, you know, in so many months, years, whatever, the picture that you see here is going to be different. And that might be, you know, driving a different car. It might be even like, I know people that have been paralyzed and have been told that they will never walk again, yet they're still walking. Can you imagine what sorts of goals you have, how, how much effort you have to put in to go and do things like that, you know? And then also people that, are, you know, build up businesses, become financially independent and things like that and never have to work a day again in their life due to the effort and time they've put in. And all of this exercise sort of sets you up for it. Not only does it set you up for failing and getting used to failure and all of the, all of this stuff and progress, is um, it also sort of gives you an out because when you have everything else is turning to shit in your life, you can still go and pick up that dumbbell. And in fact, when you fail on that, you know you push yourself to the limit, and there's a good feeling. Yes, that comes out of that. I absolutely agree with that. The another thing what I discovered, and this is uh, just from my personal experiences, like two things, they're kind of combined, implemented into, uh, into like, they're connected, but essentially you become an inspiration for other people. And that sounds strange. Uh, I'm always more athletic built. So yes, there are some genes involved in it, but if people see you showing up just once, they will not notice you. But if you show up um, every single day, and then I talked to an old, older gentleman, and he was telling me that he is so inspired by me because every time he's showing up, he's not showing up every day, but I show up every day. And every time he's showing up, I'm there. And the reason why he brought this up was because he decided to go on a different day than he usually goes just because he felt like going. And then he saw me and then he and went he up to me. You were still there. And I was still there. And he was surprised. <laughs> like, oh, wait a minute. He, he also works today. And then he went up to me and asked me, hey, uh, I just wanted to say, like, you're, you're an inspiration. You go, how often do you go? And then I tell him, like, I go every day. And, you know, since when I started going every day, and it's only been two months, so I'm not praising now anything or getting cocky here. But he really just said, you know, it's so good to see that there are still people that have the guts to commit to something that doesn't promise improvement. Immediate results. Immediate results, yeah. That, that was the thing. And I was thinking, of, and this kept in my head, like this, was, this happened in, on Wednesday. And I was really thinking about this. And I was really thinking, you're right. Because when I look around the gym, I know the people that are showing up every day. I know the people who are working out Monday, Saturday, uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I know those people. You know, I, I get all the schedule from most of the people that go to the same time as I go. And I got to say, he is right. Because summer is now over. 
And I think half of the people I started seeing in August are not showing up anymore since mm. mid-September. They're just vanished, gone. And I, I have a feeling a lot of that is to do with I don't feel like it. And I think that I, I touched on it, but I just want to reiterate. Yeah. You're not going to feel like it every single time. Exactly. You're not going to feel like going to bed early or waking up early or skipping out on the party and whatnot. And it feeds into becoming a millionaire. Because at the end of the day, most people are not millionaires, which means by definition, you are going to have to do something if that is your goal that most people don't do. Yes. And I think another reason consistent. for this. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. No. Yeah. And sorry. And stay consistent with it. Go, go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. <Okay. laughs> uh, and the, the other thing is uh, most people are results driven and this is a recipe for disappointment in my opinion because with my decision of committing to the gym every day i removed my aim for results so i work out now to just maintain my weight and not to have a gain or loss of fat or whatever my goal is literally just go to the gym every day when i'm leaving the gym well i can't wait to go tomorrow that's literally the next goal go to the gym tomorrow uh, and so people who showed up in august and september was more like driven to look good in the bikini look good in like trunks just go to lakes and you know you can show off your body and whatever and now summertime is over well nobody will see your 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 nice body you worked for it's fine now to just let it slide until next year <laughs> And it sounds so so silly, but it's, it's a yo-yo diet uh, or something like yeah. yo-yo exercise. And so we're getting closer now to Thanksgiving and Halloween, and I see now so many people not showing up to the gym anymore. Um, if I look at Instagram, uh, there's still some of my friends they they stop going to the gym. There, it's now priority of family time, eating, and unhealthy diet and stuff because now it's holiday season, and I think. If you really want to reach a certain goal, it should be in your lifestyle. And if you don't want to do this, okay, then, well, I'm sorry, but then this is not what you should pursue in the first place. Uh, then you can just do family time every day. Why not just doing every day? Uh, yeah, so that's just one thing. And the next thing, I also need to uh, piggyback on this. You start learning to give compliments uh, the last two weeks, I kid you not, I get compliments from all sorts of people, from attractive women that I would love to just date, I guess. <laughs> there we <laughs> to, go. Uh, the opportunities come out of it as well then. <laughs> yeah, and then also like older gentlemen, um, you have people who are not in shape and just compliment you and say, hey, you look really good. And you get compliments on those who also shop every day. I have two or three people now met in at the gym where I just really regularly talk now and they I would say they're becoming friends just because I think it shows mm. we have a common interest and we can share the same interest. And I think this is worth mentioning. I think there's one other thing to note which a lot of people maybe don't see is that you can leverage this to networking. And you can get business opportunities out of this, especially if you go to a um, more expensive gym. 
right? There's going to be people there with more money, more disposable income. And um, I've done this before and I've made contacts before from doing this. However, I only went to that gym for a year. But if I had been going there for two, three, four years, still to this day, still going there, without a doubt, I picked up at least good five good contacts that I could leverage and use their information or resources in some way. And, uh, and it comes from, yeah, speaking to people, people noticing you there day in, day out, realizing that this guy is committed. And therefore, if this guy is committed in this aspect, it's highly likely that if I were to go into business with him or give him some business, he would be committed. Correct. You're right. Yeah, I absolutely agree. A thousand percent. Uh, just to piggyback on this, uh, what I said earlier of giving compliments, that also gives you an insight that because then you start talking and talking about the process, you learn to 95% that everyone is having insecurities that they are trying to work on. Oh, good, yeah. And at first I was thinking, okay, well, this girl has like not the perfect shape or whatever, you know, whatever and but she's showing up every day and she's giving me a compliment i give her a compliment too but then we start talking and she's saying she's going through whatever and someone passed away and so that's like reasoning behind why whatever right but then there was a guy who was much better in shape than i am much better and I would definitely date him if I would be a woman. I would definitely want to date him because he looks <laughs> he looks good. He looks absolutely good in shape. Uh, hey, kudos to him. <laughs> but then I also noticed that he went through a breakup, and so he started like working out and working on himself. And then he actually started like a real estate investment firm, whatever. And then I was just thinking, look at that. Even someone who is really good in shape, he's still going through a breakup and he still is emotionally not in balance. And that's why he's going to the gym. And so just remember that mm. just because someone on Instagram or on social media or even in meetup groups or whatever, networking events, just because someone looks um, that they have their shit together, I can guarantee you they don't. It's just... Yeah. how they deal with it and move on and truth just... is no one really knows what the hell is going on i mean yeah. the top scientists don't even know what's going on do they do they the top neuroscientists that have looked at the brain for hundreds of for decades and read books essentially have had condensed knowledge over decades and centuries even we still don't know what's going on so we're all to a certain extent winging it and i think yeah this is why i'm a firm believer in being nice to everyone because everyone is going through something that you have no idea about when you look at someone and you say okay look whatever you want to say about them xyz could be anything positive or negative it's almost as looking uh it's almost looking like on the front like a, like you imagine a train right you just see the front of it in 2d but you've got so many carriages behind it and perhaps people, you can you continue with that analogy and say that for each carriage, there is another some sort of emotional trauma or something and insecurity. And like, you know, 100% agree with you. Everyone has got insecurities. By definition, no one gives parents a handbook, right? 90% of people have got some sort of insecurity that they've had throughout childhood and that um, 
and that's why they they behave that they the way that they do sometimes and it may be seem irradical or strange or whatever but you have to understand that people are going through stuff and you know you just hope that they come to terms with whatever it is that they are dealing with and become a better person through that yeah and yes jim is amazing for mental health i don't think we touched on that yet um but it's amazing for mental health to just sort of get yourself out and like i said you know it's something else going on in your life that you can work towards getting yourself out of the normal nine to five or wake up go nine to five come home work was crap come home wife or girl is screaming at you or there's no one there so you're eating you're eating microwave meals crap food it it, encourage, it actually encourages to eat better as well right when you exercise which makes you feel better as well yes. and then you watch what you eat you don't want to eat the mcdonald's all the time you notice that mcdonald's slows you down whereas you know some grilled chicken and salad doesn't and you slowly slowly shift towards things that are better for you and you slowly slowly shift towards you stop, you know, drinking so many fizzy drinks, you know, obviously everyone does, you know, if you want to do it once in a while, but it's not like every day. It's not like an everyday sort of thing or, you know, a regular thing. You drink more water, yeah. you have more protein in your body, you're looking at your macros, are you like how much protein, fat and carbohydrates you're, you're consuming. Yeah. And um, yes. when you're going through something, I think, especially as a boxer, going getting getting on that punch bag for half an hour i mean it can you can take out anything on there you can pretend that is whoever you you want it to be you know <laughs> put it that way uh yes i absolutely agree uh yes i at the end of the day we always try to become better but you only strive to be better once you're aware of that you want to be become better um yeah again if you if you're not looking for self-improvement or anything this is not the right podcast in the first place but if you are serious of taking yourself like your health like your lifestyle like your relationships to the next level well then well obviously this is the podcast to uh, for you and if they want to have more financial insights, I think then your podcast is more um, more relevant, right? Yeah. So I have a I have a, a podcast I've been running since before this one called Stuff They Should Have Taught You in School. And guess what? It teaches you all the stuff they should have taught you in school. We will be covering a lot of financial stuff, I think, as well on this episode, on this podcast. Sorry, uh, not on this episode, but on this podcast, definitely there is a lot of stuff that um, people need to know. Yeah. Uh, I think that continuing on the working out and exercise, I think that we need to go back and think about consistency again. And also think about, just want to reiterate that, yeah, okay, the improvement, i.e. your body getting thinner or more muscle or whatever, it's not going to happen overnight. Anything that's worthwhile doesn't happen overnight. And anything, if it does happen overnight, it's generally not sustainable. Um, for example... You get liposuction, you're thin today. I guarantee you, if you don't change your lifestyle and change what you do day in, day out, you will become fat again. And, um, you know, it's all about that consistency. And it's all about the consistency, even when you don't see the results. I want to um, touch on a, 
on a story that I heard on Instagram. Well, I got sent it. I'm not sure if you actually sent this to me, but um, the story of some sort of Chinese tree, a bamboo tree, some sort of Chinese bamboo. Oh yeah, tree. yeah, I told you. Basically, story, yeah. yeah, it was you, right? Yeah. So, um, should I sell it, or you want to? Do no, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You can, you can. So there's a tree in uh, China, I believe, that. Um, you have to water this tree every single day for five years. If you miss one day, the tree will die in the soil. After five years, it takes only five weeks for it to come out of the soil and grow up to uh, 90 feet tall. So 90 feet in five weeks, but it took you five years of consistent effort to water every single day without seeing any results. Now, you could get today... 360 um you know year four day 360 and you could be so close to giving up but you just stick at it and you keep doing it and then you know within just and it's an exponential effect a lot of these things are exponential effects um and it, it's same thing with business is a lot of it is ex exponential effects a lot of effort in at the beginning potentially with uh, low results and then later on higher results with seemingly less effort but it's really not seemingly less effort it's only because you've grown as a person and that the things that used to be very hard for you are now uh, routine or um, much easier for you to do and I mean we can see this for for one example one very simple example is um, walking so when you're a kid, when you're a baby, walking is very hard. You try a lot and it takes a lot of effort. But now you wouldn't even think twice about it. And it can be exactly the same thing with making money, with going to the gym, with uh, with anything really. It's that consistency. Consistency compounds into exponential results yes. in pretty much every in, in pretty much every area of your life. If you are consistent, you will you will see exponential revolt, uh, results over time right so you're not going to see it straight away okay. all of these things that you have here yeah i guarantee you if you haven't done any exercise in the last year and you do exercise tomorrow morning you're going to be tired your body's going to be hurting your body will probably hurt for a week but you keep at it for a month and after three weeks three weeks to about a month 21 days to about 28 days yeah after that it's pretty much a habit yes and i think and I, 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 so, I sorry for interrupting uh, but yeah, I also yeah, think a nice rule of thumb to put it into into perspective, the bare minimum every day trumps one extraordinary day. And you rather start small but consistently than yeah. something big and very inconsistent. Yeah. So that's mm. that's one thing. So if you've never like if you've never worked out before, um, should, we, should we assume that there's a listener out there somewhere that has never worked out before? And yet after this episode, they realize that, yeah, look, we all know the health benefits. But now we're talking about basically entrepreneurial benefits, basically getting out of your comfort zone, getting into a routine, working towards something that you don't see any results in. So if you've never done this sort of stuff before, just start with five minutes a day. Then after week two or week three, 10 minutes a day, 15 minutes a day. You don't even need a gym membership. Yeah. I'm working out. I lost 20 kg with just a pull-up bar and a couple of resistance bands and, you know, press-ups, squats. Yeah. And if you... 
yeah go 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 okay I, I need to interrupt and not that i don't agree with you i do agree with you and gym membership is not necessary but there is a huge but attached to this in order to create a habit you need to be not comfortable and so if you're at home the likelihood to be too yeah. comfortable to actually it's get true. things done is unlikely so here's a nice tip i definitely recommend you to do because this is how i started uh, when i went to the uh, okay so when i left germany i gained a lot of weight and i said you know what i need to stop and i need to get back on track and so what i did at that point when i gained weight fat not muscle i had one thing in, in my mind and i said i want to build that habit of going to the gym so what i did literally what i did was i want to be five minutes in the gym not working out not doing anything just i want to be in the gym five minutes go to the locker room sit down five minutes this was my only goal hmm. once you're at the gym you're like <laughs> you know i'm already here might as well just go to the treadmill and then yeah. from that on you say you know what you see that jacked guy I kind of want to see what he's doing. So you go up the stairs to like the other level where you can actually see what he's doing. And then you're like, you know what? Let's just pick up dumbbells. And then from that on, out of five minutes of just attending or going to the gym, not working out, you built a habit of actually going to the gym. Because I feel yeah. like the problem is always, you know, how attractive is it to actually mm. get there? And so going yeah, to the gym. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, so going to the gym is like kind of, you cannot be comfortable at the gym. It can, it can help. Yeah, it can, it definitely can help. I think that, um, and yeah, really the point I'm trying to, was trying to make is essentially start small and you have no excuses. Even if you don't have money to go to the gym, you can still exercise. There is a lot of stuff you can do. Another thing is to note, which is uh, not just for gym, but your brain essentially gets used to certain environments, right? Have you ever heard the saying, uh, you know, don't eat in bed, right? Or don't go on your phone in bed because your brain associates bed with sleep. If you start going on your phone, playing games, eating in bed and potentially other activities, <laughs> then... Um... <laughs> I mean, those activities are pretty good. I mean, it's cardio. No, I'm joking. You know? I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> That's a good exercise. But anyway... Um... <laughs> So if you're eating in bed and watching TV in bed and stuff, your brain's getting confused, right? So when you actually come to sleep, your brain is like, is this time for sleep or is this time for um, for watching TV, watching Netflix? Same thing. Um, you're not watching memes at your desk. Your brain knows. You sit down at the desk. That is work time. That is not meme time or any other sort of time or games time. Um, and your brain knows that gym same thing you get there your brain is geared it's ready it's like right this is the environment that we all the time we strain our body so we're ready to do it we start getting we listen to the music from that you start walking out into, into, into whatever it is and then um you start getting into it you know and you're ready for it and even on those days where you don't feel like getting up then you get into the gym as you start for some reason in the days in the days that i didn't actually feel like doing it i felt like i sweated a lot more and uh, I actually did have better workouts when I felt like I didn't want to do it, but then still push through that wall. Yes. Uh, another thing what I would love to just uh, touch base on is understand the fact 
that getting help, I saw when I talk about gym, if you get help as a spotter, you don't really think about, okay, I have a spotter. Yeah, cool. I can, I, I can go one more weights bracket up just to see if I can lift it or not. But what this really means and what this really represents in life is getting help. Like is, sometimes getting help is not embarrassing. Don't be embarrassed to ask someone to help you. It's not exactly. And this is, this is the thing is that we are essentially taught in school is that you are supposed to get, you are supposedly supposed to get amazing results showing very little or no effort, right? And not asking for help. And, you know, we almost put into a situation where putting your hand up and asking in class may be embarrassing. I was actually a shy kid in school and it was embarrassing. It was hard for me to do that. Over time, obviously, things have changed. But asking for help is one of the best things you can ever do. Why the hell would you not go to someone who is where exactly where you want to be and ask them, how did you get there? Not just for gym, but for any area in life. You want to build a real estate business. Go and ask someone that's done that before. What the hell is the point in asking a random, in just asking no one? I mean, why would you do that? You want to, you know, whatever you want to do, you go to the professional, right? And you yeah. ask them. I agree. And another really important thing is what I learned from those two months now of working out every day is the balance of body parts represents the parts of your life the areas so that also means it's a representation of family love finance health fun and career if you are not if you're neglecting one thing over over a period of time it will look silly it will not be fun so if you skip lag day every day uh, every time because you don't feel like doing leg day, at some point you look jacked up like on top, but then your legs look like shit. And I think this is very good visual like a very good visualization of take care of your family. It's not that you have to do this every single day, but just have like consistent, you know, maintain relationships, maintain your finances. You got to have a balance between all those areas because if you work 24 seven, uh, okay, that's cool. But if it's not aligned with your finances, you don't make yeah. the money out of it, then well, maybe you should change things. It's or... also not sustainable, right? And I think um, we should sort of start wrapping up here. Yes. Um, yes. So the outside factors, this is the last thing I want to touch base on before we go to, uh, into the inspiring influencers and uh, people. The outside factors usually do not matter. You don't need to have the perfect equipment to get started. You don't need mm. to have um, yeah. to wait for the perfect opportunity to start. Um, you don't need to make the sun shine that you decide, okay, you know, today is the day I start running. <laughs> uh, you know, those are factors. They're nice because, oh, yeah, I go yeah. outside and I can experience this. But sunshine. this is the point of consistency, right? Yeah. Isn't it's, it? Is it? There's no perfect conditions. Yeah, you don't need protein shake. You don't need to get all the gym equipment. You don't need to get all the expensive shorts. And people procrastinate by being like, oh, let's do loads of research. Should I use creatine or 
Um, what's the other one? I can't remember either. Yeah, they're like a, few a different lot of ones, different right? things. Pre-workout, All these proteins. different chemicals you can put in and pro different types of protein and all this stuff. And you can spend years researching it and be yeah. like, oh, now we're going to start. But yeah. are you actually going to start? You're just going to spend yeah. another year researching. Not and there's, that. Yeah, there's another Screw great the gloves, example of like... Everything, just get started. Like you can do it with your own body. You're already right there. You can you even, yeah, go to the gym and have that environment. But then... You don't even need to use the equipment. You could just do press ups on the mat, or even on the floor, or sit ups, or yeah. pull ups. You don't, you know, anything. Yes. And um, and if you can't do a sit up or a pull up or a press up, there's exercises that you can do before you get to that point. Yeah. To build up your strength. Yeah. So this is really something I learned from this because um, outside factors don't matter. I used to be like that. I used to say, oh, I want to have really nice gloves to lift weights i really want to have nice shoes to run but then i also want to really have nice shoes to just like uh, make those deadlifts because they are, need special shoes right and then you think of like a lifting belt and you think of oh i need to have like a shaker and i need to have protein no you don't need it at first you need to have the consistency going on and once you have this established yeah. then you can improve slightly one percent at a time so this is just what I wanted to touch base on because I think this is super, super important. So now, if you're okay, we can go into like the influencers. Yeah, yeah. Let's go and get this wrapped up. Okay. So uh, <laughs> we've gone a little bit over time. But, <laughs> I uh, know. I know. It's been a good okay. conversation. All right. So first one is Zoe. She's from the UK. Um, she is very open with her insecurities online, which is super, super nice to just see women struggle with there and she i i need to say tell say kudos to her that she's showing like uh, she's like growing here and it's like a condition of something i don't know what this is but she's showing this publicly and just reassure her um followers and clients that everybody's everyone's body is different and you never should be ashamed of your body so she was insecure about this for a long time, but then she broke free of this insecurity and just said, you know what, I'm just going to be open about this and maybe I can help other people to overcome this as well. So very inspiring in my opinion. The next one is Sawyer Fast. She's from Canada. Um, yes, those are two women I follow on Instagram, so don't judge me. Um, but what I, want, I need to say about her is I followed her early on when she started becoming um, an influencer, which showed me the, cons the power of consistency. Ever since she actually committed to doing um, content about fitness and mindset and stuff like that, I realized she's very committed on producing content and helping her girls to just get that bum, get that cake, you know, become really good in in a good shape and she's committed <clears throat> to it so commitment is really something i feel from her very very nice to just see uh, in terms of this in terms of uh how do you say that uh gym ethique no how you behave at the gym i don't know there's a term for etiquette it. etiquette yeah gym, gym etiquette, gym etiquette. Um, Noel, Hazel, uh, he's from South Africa. He's absolutely jacked, so don't get afraid of 
following him and think, oh my God, I will never be like him. And I don't want to be like him because this is just not what I want. But in terms of what he w really wants and how his messaging is, is really the gym is a place where you don't judge people. So if you are afraid of going to the gym because you might think people judge you, he's a very good example and he's making a lot of memes uh, where mm. he's emphasizing the gym community is actually a really nice place where everyone is it lifting is, each it other. It is, and the thing is, is if you're overweight and you're fat and you're at the gym, and Nobody's even if you're just you. doing five, 10 minutes. Yeah is you know how many fat people are sitting at home stuffing their face with donuts just the fact that you're at the gym is amazing and that you're improving yourself everyone at the gym is improving themselves I yes mean, like, you have nothing to be embarrassed about yes you have and something to be proud about yeah and he is making a great point so he has one of those reels where he's saying if you're fat don't worry about attention because people at the gym don't look at fat people and no, what, they don't. <laughs> yeah, and I was uh, first they thinking don't. about this, and actually, yeah, it makes sense because you always look at the hot chick or the hot guy. And I realized it's like, oh, actually, that's true. You know, it's true because you look at the good-looking people, the other people that not in shape, they're not existing really. And it's not offense of of anything by any means because I'm pretty sure I was not in shape either, and I wouldn't. I didn't care about this either, but it's, I, I could see the truth behind it. Anyways, last one is Richard. He's from the Netherlands. He's also very jacked. And uh, I think he's also showing the consistency and he loves doing legs for some reason, but he is really encouraging people to focus on things that just drive, make you drive. You know, it's, I think drive to wealth. This is uh, the podcast. So, I think that's yeah. a nice, nice thing. Um, and yeah, and then just the last five without any explanations. Uh, if you want to look at them, those are bodybuilders, like professional yeah. bodybuilders. Um, we show, put them in the show notes. It's Krim Bust, um, Bumstead, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Ronnie Coleman, and Conor McGregor. If you want to look him up, please do. And... Now we wrap it up because it's going to be a long ass episode. So thank you so much for yeah. collecting in with us. And well, you can listen to it throughout your whole workout, right? Yes. And uh, we are excited to have you on, on the next episode. Yes. Look forward to seeing you soon. Take care and bye.